We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails. And we are off the rails, off the rails. Yeah, off the rails. Ooh, welcome! You're listening to Off the Rails! One of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts with your host, Gay Cantlay and Doug. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, Gay Cantlay! Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, uh, Douglas. Uh, that was quite the welcome. I enjoyed that part. That was great. Uh, Doug, I think I'm done with the Gay Cantlay name. I think it's... I think I think it's I think it's time to move back to Will. Already one episode, and one well, episode of I mean, you're done already. Well, I, yeah, I listened to the show last week, and it, I just didn't feel like it rang the way I wanted it to. It didn't have that pop that we talked about that I was hoping it would. Uh-huh. Should I go ahead and should I keep keep it and maybe see if it grows on me? I just didn't, I didn't feel like. I think it's kind of up to you whether or not it pops as well. And so I just, I don't know. You know, we'll go with Gay Can't Lay again. We'll, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Sorry. Go ahead. How are you, how are you doing, Douglas? Yeah, listen, Gay Can't Lay, I'm doing great. Um, Super. I, I, don't, I don't want you to continue with the name that you gave yourself that you wanted yeah. if you were feeling it. I think the Gay Can't has got a, I think the Gay Can't has got a great intro ring to it. Yeah, I think the intro with Gay Cantlay and the welcome with me is always mm-hmm. Gay Cantlay. But I think that's fantastic. All right. But listen, you're the producer of the show and the director and the writer. Um, so and the star. So we're gonna go ahead and go with it. Uh, we'll, you know, it could just be. It could be. It could just be my my uh, recent vaccination, Douglas. I could just uh, maybe the vaccinations spitting it out. So screw that. Let's let's move forward. Gay Cantlay, ready to go. Let's roll. Gay Cantlay, speaking of vaccinations, you got your second vaccine shot today. How are you feeling? Big, How are you feeling? Big did day. You get the yeah. shot. What time did you get the shot? Talk us through it. How are you feeling? What's going on? Yeah, Pearl Pearl and I took a drive down to Cherokee Nation, Stillwell, Oklahoma, to get vaccination number two uh, today. The shot happened at 1 p.m. Um, I've, I've felt great ever since then. It was a good, it was a beautiful day, not like what it was in Lincoln, Nebraska that you guys had. Uh, it was 70 degrees today. The sun was shining. I've, I've felt great ever since then. Everybody I know who's done the two vaccinations have been pretty sickly deathbed like for the next 24 to 48 hours uh, so I'm, I'm expecting and anticipating when i wake up in the morning i have to feel absolutely horrendous but i can tell you that so far oh uh, there's that demonic voice again damn it i don't know what that is uh nine hours into it i, I feel super minus the demonic voice that will be on the recording now explaining this well, that's great to hear. Um, I hope that demonic voice leaves sooner than later. Um, yeah, but you don't hear it on your end, right? I do not hear it on my end. I hear it whenever I play it back. Mm-hmm. I do not hear it on my end. Um, I'm happy to. I'm happy that you're feeling okay after your second shot. I hope that it goes swimmingly uh, within the next 24 to 48 hours. I hope you are the uh, difference 
uh, and it doesn't affect you like it hasn't done the rest of them, uh, keep your head up. And I yeah. don't think it's well. Do you still hear the demon? No, no, it's fine. It's it's back to its normal self. Yeah, Douglas, I'm going with the positive mind over matter. I'm just going to tell myself that I'm not going to get sick. I'm going to hope that that helps. I went on an hour walk uh, we, when we got home thinking that that vitamin D uh, would do me well and, and be into my body to fight whatever sickness comes with the, uh, the, the step two of the vaccination. So I'm hoping that vitamin D uh, does its work and that I'll, I'll be fine. I also drink a lot of water. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that those tricks, which I made up myself, uh, no science behind that uh, will we'll do the work. Well, why are you all gung-ho on the vitamin D? Uh, I mean, that's, you know, that's, I mean, vitamin D is always good. Uh, it makes, it makes things better, right? I mean, that's, that's what they used to tell us that, uh, that, that would take care of COVID was that vitamin D, uh, the sunshine and the warmth and the weather. So I'm just, I'm just kind of going off of that. I just figured maybe just being outside and in it while the, uh, the vaccination flows throughout my body i don't know if that's actually what it does but we're just going to go ahead and say that's what it does um and it mixed in with the vitamin d and then we'll, we'll just be feeling fine and glorious and ready to fight all covid uh, diseases that try to enter my body okay well hopefully that vitamin d works out well for you assumingly as i mentioned um listen well i wanted to bring something up real quickly we are on sure. uh I believe this is going to be our second podcast since the original discussion of peanut butter and uh, mm. the lack of it being the fact that it is not mm. a condiment. I believe we are now uh, two to three weeks out from that. Yet yeah. you can't still uh, you can't seem to let it. You can't leave. You can't let a sleeping dog lie. And uh, I noticed that uh, you. You posted on our Instagram page a uh, yeah. our third Instagram post. You uh, yeah. you did because I didn't do it, uh, and you posted something on our for off the rails with Will and Doug. Uh, something about mm. peanut butter being both a condiment and a spreadable a spread yeah. spreadable. Yeah, just seemed kind of fishy to me and others. It looked like something you just typed up yourself. Writing on it was just really weird and thick, and and it just seemed like you were you were like it's like you were highlighting to make it stand out. But at the same token, you used so much goddamn highlighter that it it kind of omitted words. It was like you were trying to hide part of the text using a yellow highlighter. Uh, it was very like. Um, I just, it just, I've never seen anybody highlight something so strongly in my life. Like, I've never seen something highlighted so much you can't see the words because there's so much yellow highlighter on a page that it just really seemed, as the kids say these days, sus. <laughs> sus. Well, Doug, a couple things. Uh, one, I posted that, uh, so I do want to confirm that. Uh, second, I don't know why anybody thinks I would type that up. It's a screenshot of an article I found on Google. And then third, uh, yes, I did. I highlighted the main point I wanted to make from the article. Uh, fourth, uh, I don't know if anybody else has the same issues that I do with Instagram, so it could just be a human error here. But when I take a screenshot of something, 
Um, it looks fine on my phone and my camera. And then when I bring it over to Instagram to share, like Instagram blows it up. And I don't know how to get it to the size that I want it to be. So I made it, I tried to finagle it uh, in a way, hopefully that's not a racial term. I, I use that a lot and I'm not, I'm not really sure where that term comes from. But and so I, I, I try to finagle it in a way that yes, at the top, it states that the the author of the article doesn't believe that it's really a condiment, but then he goes or she goes further into it, stating that it can indeed be a condiment, like when you put it with celery, uh, which was the whole point that I've tried to make from the get go. Um, uh, now, as far as the the highlighting looking sus, uh, yeah, I mean I, this is again human error when it comes to I I I, I just try to I, I try to use the the uh, pencil. Uh, the pencil thing when I highlight things, uh, and it, sometimes it just comes out way too dark. So it wasn't a great highlighting job, but I think it got the purpose. And like you said, Doug, uh, just to point out, I do want to confirm highlighting. The purpose of highlighting is indeed to fo- make people focus on one particular part of the article that's being shared. So that is correct. So I, I agree with everything that you stated. <laughs> Good. I feel like I did state that it is not a condiment. I feel like I said that earlier, and you agree with me, so that's perfect. I don't know why you. But, but can we? Uh, let me ask you something, uh, because you're just adamant that it cannot be a condiment whatsoever. So you refute that part of the article, right? Is that what you're stating? One hundred percent, yes. Okay, so I guess we're at a standstill. Or we just have to agree to disagree. I've stated from the get go. One, I use it as a condiment, but it's two, I made up the, it's a renaissance food, which means it can do a whole bunch of different shit to it. And you're just stating that's, that's not correct. Correct. You're, you, yes. One okay. thing, I think we, it's official. We agree to disagree. I think we can let it, we can let the sleeping dog lie at this point in time. We agree to disagree. Um, but I think we all know that con, uh, peanut butter is not a condiment, but. But can be used as one. That is correct. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So last week we had discussed. Uh... Hey, can I just uh, real quick, Doug? Uh, I was hoping you would answer to this part. When you don't Instagram much, do you? So you don't. When, when's the last time you? Well, you posted on uh, the the Will and Doug. So do you have that issue on Instagram when you go to uh, when you want to share a photo, but it, Instagram blows it up? Do you know what to do proper on that? I don't. I don't ever do anything on Instagram other than the stories. Like I do, no. I'll do the, you know, I'll share the the podcast on, on all of the Instagrams, my Instagram, Authorell's Instagram. But I, as as far as like actually making an Instagram post, uh-huh. it's it. I don't do that very often. But no, I don't. I've never run into the issue that you are speaking about. Okay. I'll have to Google it. Moving on. Um, moving on. Last week we had talked about. I had talked about uh, some some fast food uh, stories, and you had mentioned that that's never happened to you. You don't have any yeah. cool or fun or interesting drive-through stories, um, and I guess I can. I'll just have to accept that. It's. Hard for me to accept that. It seems that they happen a lot to me. But now that I say it out loud, it's apparent that my mother and I eat way too much fast food. Um, 
And maybe that's why I have more stories than you. But uh, on Monday of last week, I had another interesting uh, experience at the McDonald's. Thank you to my mother for wanting some McDonald's. Uh, It's not quite as uh, interesting as the one the other day. But I real quickly, I wanted to share this because I thought it was funny. Um, I go through a drive through a different location this time, not the one I usually go to. Uh, quick little drive through experience. There's nobody in line before or after me. And I pull up, place the order, everything's fine. I get to the window, and a teenage young male asks me how I'm doing. I say, I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? And he says, uh, I'm hope, I hope I'm still alive at the end of this. And I was like, you, I'm sorry. Did you just say you hope you're still alive at the end of this? And he doesn't respond with words. He just laughs. <laughs> I was like, so you're in fear for your life? And he was like, well, still alive at the end of this. And I said, is this a dangerous work environment for you? And he doesn't answer me. He just, <laughs> Like all of his answers were laughter; they weren't actual words. I wasn't—I couldn't quite tell whether or not he was laughing in fear. He was just laughing because he thought he was being funny. Ooh. I've got thin walls, and I just heard some crazy activity out on the O Street, maybe in front of my house. Who knows what's going on? So you have to do a live report. You have to do a live report. I don't see anything, and I don't hear anything further. Probably just some crazy driving. Um, but that's it. That he just, he just, he, and so I got. I said, so that's it. You're, you're not in danger. You're not concerned for your life. And he just, he wouldn't answer me. He just chuckled, and I was like, well, you due to your lack of, respect, I, I don't know how to, how to leave you, but I hope that you have a. Uh, a good evening, and you you end the night alive as well. And he just laughed. He didn't thank you. He didn't say I hope so as well. He just he just said something weird and random, such as I hope I'm alive, and then just laughed every time I spoke to him. It was very strange. It was a very odd experience. Did he do any type of hand signals, Douglas? Oh man. Boy, that's a good question. I feel like I probably you're right. I dropped the ball completely. That could have been like kind of like the person ordering pizza on nine one one. And they're like, no, 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 we don't do pizzas here. And they're like, no, no, no. I need a, a pizza now. He might have been asking, God damn it. I think I I've I have no idea what you meant by that pizza example, Nick. <laughs> but uh, have you seen those videos where there's like an explanation of like a? I can't remember the hand signal that they do. It's like a fist and like then it's like four fingers or something like that, and it, it's like the universal symbol for danger. Yeah, no, we are on two completely separate pages, yet we're on the same page of the same token. I understood that you meant that maybe he was in danger. Uh, no, I've seen the fist and the four finger thing you speak of. That's very confusing. That may be, hun- yeah, that may be Hunger Games, uh, but it's a it's a symbol out there somewhere. The 
the reference that I made was uh, a woman last year that, or two years ago, last year, this year, she called 911 to order a pizza and she was being, uh, she was uh, an ex-boyfriend, I think, uh, was holding her hostage in the house, had been physically abusing her. Um, she got a break between the beatings because I guess they were hungry. And she convinced him to let her order a pizza. So in ordering the pizza, she called 911. And they were like, no, you, this is 911. Like, we don't, we can't serve you a pizza. And they finally caught on to the fact that this woman was calling 911, couldn't say she was in actual trouble, and just kept reiterating the fact that she needed a pizza. And finally, the 911 operator picked up on what she was uh, laying down. And they came and saved her life from being murdered. Um, Interesting. So when you said what you said, it made me think this kid was saying, hey, I'm in trouble. Um, Which made me think, yeah, maybe there was a gun pointed at him from the distance, which I just didn't recognize. And he was reaching out to me for life-saving help. And I just uh, dropped the ball completely. And I hope Sounds like it. Well, from the stamp, from the fact that I live in a small enough uh, city that I read anything or see any news about a McDonald's employee being hurt or a McDonald's being uh, held up, I think I'm okay. I think he was yeah. just trying to be silly. That's good. That's good. Uh, it's interesting on that pizza story that the 911 operator. Uh, thought that that person may have been misdialing uh, a pizza place and hit three numbers instead. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I think that would be my initial response, though, as a nine one one operator. Somebody called me up and they're like, "Yeah, I like to order a large pizza. Um, I like a large pepperoni with extra cheese." <laughs> I, I would be my initial reaction to be like, "I'm sorry, you called nine one one. We don't." <laughs> I can't help you. Yes, I, it wouldn't register me that you only dialed three numbers as opposed to what is it, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten numbers. Um, I wouldn't. It turns out I would like not be a very good nine one one operator. <laughs> well, much like that person that that uh, that uh, particular person was talking about. Uh, p- perhaps some training and development after that, a little coaching, uh, just to let people know that there's only three numbers to 911. It's really difficult to just accidentally dial that number. Um, we can go back to that 411 from previous that we don't need to go back to, but that's okay. Uh, so yeah, no, it's an interesting story. Um, I, I'm glad, I hope he's fine. I hope he's okay. And and you're right. I mean, I should have some weird stories through the fast food lines, Douglas, but I've I've thought about it and I just can't think of anything like peculiar or strange or I just don't have any fast food stories. It's a little disappointing. Maybe I've just forgotten about them all. Um, and I don't eat a lot of fat. I don't eat a lot of fast food these days. So I basically just go to Angus Jack, which is a burger place here. Um, they don't, there's never any good stories with them. Um, but yeah, so I have nothing, I have nothing to add to that at all. It's a little disappointing, I know, but nothing I can add. Well, it's actually very disappointing, but it is what it is. We can just move forward. Um, so I had a, uh, I had an interesting weekend of last. Doug, how was, 
How was I had a, I had a. Hey Doug, real quick, can I ask you a nope. question? I just want to All ask right. one question. Just one though. Okay. Is our follow-up series done? Well, no, I left that open to you. I left that open. You what? There's, there's not necessarily a follow-up series. There's not anything that says that after every episode there has to be a follow-up episode. If you feel the need, or if I feel the need to have a follow-up, then we need to have a follow-up. And I feel oh, like I had mentioned last week after during the podcast yeah. that if you had anything that you felt the need to follow up on, that you should let me know and we can do that. Yeah. And what never happened throughout the week is I never got anything from you, Gay Cantley, saying, uh-huh. hey, Doug, I would like to follow up. Yeah. I've got some questions. Boy, so I I dropped the ball there is what you're saying. Well, I didn't. I had one follow-up question, which I'm going to ask this evening. Oh, oh. okay. All right. which, so, but isn't a follow-up question for the follow-up? It is, show? but if I only have one, I don't need to do a full show. Yeah. And since... We don't need to get on. Well, again, I can just ask my follow-up question right now, which is what I was going to do. Okay. But again, I only have okay. a follow-up question. If you had more, mm-hmm. then we should have done a follow-up. Yeah. But I put the ball in your hand, right. and you didn't take the shot. Ball in my hand. Yeah. Do you? Did oh, well, you lesson learned. Do you have follow-up questions from last week? No, you actually gave me two assignments, um, and I'm still working on those assignments, so I do not have an appropriate follow-up. But, you know, the the interesting thing, Doug, with the, this new uh, task that you provided me is that uh, I feel like I have to start taking notes to listen to the playback. Um, so, whew. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's it. I will I'll work on it. We'll we'll see if we can get there. So, no, I, I didn't have a follow-up. That's why you didn't hear from me regarding the follow-up. Could you refresh my memory as to the two things I needed you to do? Yeah, you wanted me to get more specifics Ooh, on yep, the NFT. And the Evergiven. And then, yep. And what was it? What did you say? And the Evergiven. Yep, and the Evergiven. Well, go. go ahead. Why don't you just uh, bless us with those uh, follow-ups right now? Go ahead. You had a whole week. Yeah, well, so I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not prepared at this time to present. Uh I mean it's a lot of a lot of information, a lot of knowledge I have, uh tons of notes. I would I would just like to get it a little bit more uh concise, I think is the right word. Pre- pre- precise. Uh, I'd like a little the I, I want to get a little bit tighter, a little bit tighter. I want to so I got just another week, and we'll, we'll be good. We'll be good to go. I'll be good to go next week. Maybe on the follow up midweek. Midweek oh, follow up. Maybe we'll have a follow up. Maybe you'll Shoot. be ready for a follow up. But it, this week is your week, though, to decide if we do a follow up. No, correct? there's no, there's no. This last week was my week, and the week before that, that was your week. So I think so. We're taking turns. Is that right? On so this week. 
it's in your hands if we have the follow-up or not. No, no. There's no there's no weeks. There's no, no. my week, your week. See what no. what had happened was okay. is episode what okay. are we on nineteen, eighteen, seven on that one episode yes. I listened to it. I have a lot of questions after listening to it. The next week, Mm -hmm. I had said to you, if you had anything, let me know. I listened to it. I did not have any follow-up questions, so I didn't feel the need to do a follow-up. And since you never hit me up, I didn't. This week, I think that it stays the same. If you come across right. anything after listening to it back that you like, oh, I wish I would have touched on this, or I have a question that is this, or if I, when I edit it, feel like I should have said something differently, then we'll have a follow-up. But there is no my week, your week. Okay. I you got it? Thank you. Yeah, I think I got it. I'm, I'm good to go now. Good to go. Moving on. From last week. Oh. You had mentioned that you felt, and I think I had asked the question, but you never addressed it. Why do you feel like a drive-thru is more important than the in-store experience? Why do you think that somebody working the drive-thru has to have more skills, be more qualified um, than, than working at the counter on the inside? Um, yeah, you, you know, you questioned that last week and I was just simply stating, the only thing I was really trying to state is that they didn't like, he didn't like go through training and then he's he's within like two weeks of his start time. I just think you start on the normal concession, uh, first you get the indoor experience going and then you go to the drive-thru, but I could be completely wrong on that, uh, because I've never worked in the fast food, uh, I've never worked in fast food like that. I worked at Sonic for like three months, but I didn't take orders. Uh, so I don't know who was, I, I don't recall how that was decided that this particular person takes the orders at Sonic. But at that time, Sonic was a much more different fast food type of place than other places because there was no drive through back then. Um, so I, I don't know. I completely made that up. I was simply in my head. It just made sense that once you get to be the drive through person, like, I feel like you're kind of independent at that point. Like, you're doing everything yourself. It goes through the computer. You're not having to, like, interact with anybody. You're just in your own little drive-through section. So I just – that was just a guess on my part. That could be completely off. So <laughs> so you're still interacting with people through the drive because an actual human is on the other side of that speaker placing the order? No, I, I mean – you're. I mean your coworkers. Huh. I, I think you're looking too far into it. I just said it in passing last week, and then I moved on. But you did move on. I have no idea how the fast food works. Like once you are in training, I don't know how they determine where you go next. I just don't know that. I have zero. Yeah, but. Guesses. You, <laughs> my my initial thought process was that first you just go to the cash register for the in dining s- s- service, and then once you've graduated from that, 
you now have the freedom to go to the drive-thru. That was my <laughs> thought process when I said it, but it's based on absolutely nothing. No basis to it. None. Do you agree <laughs> that it's the exact same job? It's just in a different location. Like if I work at the front desk at the front counter and somebody walks in and places an order with me, isn't it basically the exact same thing as if I'm in the drive-thru and I take it over the speaker? Well, here's I don't think it is because when I go through a fast food line, that person just sits there at the fast food window, takes orders, takes my money. They don't move anywhere. They just stand there and they wait for people to bring the order. When I go inside a fast food restaurant, that freaking cashier is all over the place. And sometimes you have to wait like three to four minutes before they even come to you to take your order. Like they're doing this, they're doing that. They're trying to get uh, stuff for other people who are waiting for more stuff. Uh, sometimes they don't get the condiments, so they got to go get the condiments. And there's some, some people who is like missed part of their order. They got to go do that. But I, the, the, the freaking inside cashier seems a whole lot more. Uh, than the fast food person that's just stand, sitting in the window. <laughs> but that makes me what I would say completely off. Because now I'm thinking that first you should go through the drive through as your first role outside. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. <laughs> what is important is now I understand your mind. You're completely asked backwards. That is a fact. However, at least now I understand okay why you think there's a difference, which I will agree with you now. Sure, I think the front desk person has to do a little bit more work um, than the drive-thru person. But yes, based on your uh, description, the drive-thru should be the first place you work, then followed by the thing. So last week on Saturday, I went to Grand Island, Nebraska for um, some horse racing. Um... That was fun and interesting. Uh, a friend of ours, um, friend of mine, friend of mine and other friends, um, young man passed away um, a few months back. Um, I'd gone to the funeral. We had talked about going to the funeral in Kearney, super spreader event. Um, his family, he was a big fan of the horse races in Grand Island, Nebraska. And so his family put together a sponsorship of one of the races. So it seems like every one of the races is sponsored by a company or in memory of somebody or whatever the situation may be. The fifth race out of 10 mm-hmm. at Fawner Park in Grand Line in Nebraska was in honor of Jeffrey Griffiths. And, and so it's in the, it's in the, it's in the, 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 the program, you know, stating that the fifth race is in honor of Jeffrey Griffiths. Um, after the race is over, the the family and friends stand in winter circle with a um, with a banner with his picture on it, saying in, "In loving memory of Jeffrey Griffiths." They take a picture together with the horse in front of them, kind of situation. Um, so, so that's what we went for, and and for his family and to honor uh, Jeffrey. So we go, we get to Fauner Park, Grand Island, Nebraska, about one o'clock. I think the race is uh, park open 12, 1230 ish. We had club seats up on the third floor um, where the family had reserved tables to watch the races and do our thing up there. 
Uh, it was a very interesting experience for me. I've never been to Fauner Park. I've only been to the horse races here in Lincoln. Um, we don't have a track anymore. They've bulldozed it. It's no longer exists. Um, as far as the stands are concerned, we have a small track. Doesn't matter. Um, so Fauner, uh, Fauner Park, Grand Island, Nebraska. We go to these races. It was fucking packed. It was slam packed with people. We're talking. 30, 40, 50,000 people inside that place. Uh, I could be... What? Maybe only 3,000. 4,000. I mean, I don't know. In my mind's eye, it was 150,000. I mean, it was just above the standing room only. I think in actual, there was probably only a few thousand. I'm not good with numbers and people. I think we've covered this before. But it was a fucking people and it was crowded yeah um and i think probably i counted eight people with masks on including me um it it was frightful it was fun it was terrifying uh it was a whirlwind of emotions i walked through there with my mask on wore my mask the entire time i have a mask called a beard tarp because i used to have a big old beard when i bought the mask Mm-hmm. Um, it, I basically look like a uh, bank robber in this thing. It hangs uh, low, a form-fitting thing. I clearly look like some sort of bandit as I'm walking through. Um, but yeah, I was probably one of the only people that wore a mask the entire day. Uh, it that scares me. Um, feeling okay so far. It was on Saturday. What is today? Monday. It's been two days. I am asymptomatic right now, which is good, which means I don't have any symptoms, right? So what that means, asymptomatic, I don't have any symptoms. I'm fine. I feel fine. Everything's fine. Um, yes, that's correct. Yes. But there were some observations. Go ahead. Doug, before you go into your observations, have you figured out your vaccination process? Yes, there's a website that you have to go to. You can select which which vaccine you would like. You can specify Moderna, Pfizer, or Johnson and Johnson. You can specify all three of them. You can put in um, distance from your house, and you can hit the search button, and it will tell you where you can go to get the vaccines that you want to get, and you can schedule an appointment doing that. I have gone to the website. Have you done this yet? Okay. Have you scheduled an appointment yet? What's your plans? What are you? What? what, What's your plans? With with, what? With with that? With uh, getting a yeah, I know. Yeah, I plan on. Yeah, I plan on doing it. I'm totally get one. Absolutely. Do you know? Do you know when? Like when? When? Oh, you think that's a great question. We'll see. What I need to do is I need to get on that website I was talking about, yeah. and I need to uh, I need to get on there and figure out uh-huh. some stuff and schedule something. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, go ahead. Back to your observation. I don't know. I'm not even. I. It was. It was. It was. It was great. It was fun. Uh, I lost too much money. Uh, nobody was wearing any masks. 
Um, I was disappointed in the facilities. They're making fucking money hand over fist in this place. And quite frankly, it's a dump. Uh, It's a shitty track situation. Uh, Fauner Park or Grand Island, Nebraska is also good. Go ahead. Do you have a question? Uh, Well, I was going to question your thought that you think Fauner Park is making money hand over to fist. There's Who no gets way the money possible. whenever all these people are losing the shit tons amount of money? Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't go into that. But I've been to Funner Park many times, and I never left there thinking that Funner Park's just making money hand over fist. So, like the, the horses there aren't good horses, so that's one thing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess it's a little complicated. I, I don't know where they're the money's going, but I can't imagine that Fauna Park is just working each year in a really profitable oh. business there. It was there. It was slam-packed with people. The stands were full. Um, the third floor where I was at, um, the, the clubhouse area, that was full of people smashing food, drinking a shit ton of beer, drinking a lot of shots. And people alone that I was at, they probably I was the designated driver, but there was one, two, three, four, five, six, six or seven people at my table, and they had at least six rounds of shots. Uh, um, they were drinking heavily the whole time. Um, they were eating hot dogs by the dozen. Uh I mean, it's just they. There was a lot of table spent. <laughs> a lot of table. There was a lot of money spent at my particular table. Um, everybody was gambling heavily, heavily. Um, so there was easily three, four, five. I mean, there was a thousand dollars spent in gambling at my table. There were hundreds of dollars in alcohol spent at my table, and there was a shit ton of tables. I mean, it was packed. They, who makes money from the gambling? Because not the, not everybody's winning. And I know that's part of the frustration of the day is we sit at our table and there's seven of us, eight of us, six of us at the table. Two of the guys have never been to a horse race in their life. They don't know what's going on. Me and my buddy Adam are kind of giving them advice of how to bet. Like, this is what a trifecta is. This is what an exact is. This is what it means to box them. Um, you know, giving us some ideas. These fucking clowns on their first race of the day, one dude wins three hundred and fifty dollars. The other one wins over two hundred. Uh, me and Adam are in the hole already. You know, x amount of dollars after one race. And these guys high fiving. <laughs> they're like, that's what, I that's what I picked, and they're just loving life. They're playing <laughs> Keno. One of the guys is hitting Keno numbers right and left. I mean, it was an actual and just an absolute windfall for two of the guys. The two rookies were just clean house. Just every race they're winning the trifecta of fucking bifecta, whatever they're called. They're this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, what is going on? Me and Adam, who have been to many race, bet many times. I hit a uh, trifecta. No, trifecta. I boxed a, uh, mm-hmm. what's the two one? A, a what? A, uh, yeah, a bifecta. 
So exactly. I, had, I played a three horse exacta and I boxed it. It was twelve dollars. I hit it, paid out seventeen dollars. I'm like, motherfucker, this jackass to my left just won 300 and some odd dollars. I hit a, a, an exacta. I got 17 bucks on a $12 bet. Uh, I hit uh, on one race. I did a, uh, I picked one horse. I picked them to place or show. It was a $4 bet. Uh, I won. They placed, I believe. Uh, I won $3. So I ended up losing a dollar on that ticket, even though the horse I bet on got in second place. I still lost a dollar on the ticket. <laughs> what is going on? It just was so painful to watch, and you're happy for your friends that are winning, right? Left, like this is awesome. Way to go, good for you. And then me and the other guy, we're just losing money hand over fist, and neither one of us can catch a break. And even when the tickets we went on, we're still losing. Because this is some bullshit. So I finally stopped betting um, after the ninth race. And there was ten races. So. (laughs) (laughs) You finally stopped betting after the ninth race. I sat the tenth out. And it's a good thing. I wrote down three horses on a piece of paper when I went outside (laughs) to watch the last race. And after they cleared, uh, none of them won. Yeah. So I was kind of proud of myself. That was a victory as yeah. I was standing outside, and I realized that it, had I bet, I would have lost all of the money. Yeah. And then I was like, yes, good job. Way to go. I th- it was victorious. Yeah. The end of the day, I, I left there with my head held high <laughs> because I stayed strong and didn't bet on the last race. Um, yeah. So just my point is this about the, the track. It, it's old. There's uh, the TVs with the old uh, square TVs. What do you call those? Tubes. Uh, Old-ass fucking shitty televisions up there on the floor where all the fucking paid seating people are at. Uh, and on the second level, on the first level, where you don't pay to get in, they've got super sweet flat screens all over the place. Um, it just... As I tell the story out loud, I realize none of it matters. It's just dumb. Um, I had a good time at the horse race. <laughs> said the horse race. There was a lot of uh, nobody wearing masks. It was a super spreader event. Uh, it was fun. It was a good time. I don't know where I'm going with it. Was there, there was a lot was of MIL. You said a lot of milfs. Is that what you a said? A lot. Of- a lot of Grand Island, Nebraska milfs a lot of around the place. Really? A lot. I don't know that I've really? ever seen really? so many milfs in one place wow. at one time in my life. There was also a dog show going on next door. Um, I don't know if they were coming in and out of the dog show. Uh, it was funny that there were signs outside that said uh, masks required for the dog show, but not for the horse races. <laughs> Why do I have to wear my mask to go to the dog <laughs> show next door? Really nilly at the. Well, it makes no sense, but uh, obviously the dog show cares more about your health than the yeah. the pony okay. show does. 
I don't know. I'm disappointed with my short horse race. It was fun. I'm done talking about it. It was a good time. It was, uh, I don't fucking know. Who cares? Stupid fucking horse races. Friends winning a goddamn penny. Fucking, I know what I'm doing. I don't have a fucking clue. I'm wearing a mask. Nobody's wearing a mask. I'm designated. I don't know. Whatever. It was a good time. Listen, when we left there, we were going to, and now there's a place over there. House, um, which apparently is fantastic Mexican food. We didn't go there. Um, there's a place there called uh, called Coney Island. Your dad, I'd made a <laughs> dad had recommended. Yeah. We didn't go there either. Uh, mm-hmm. I really wanted to go to Coney Island, but they closed at three o'clock. Uh-huh. I was gonna go to Coney Island, but they weren't open. We didn't get out there till about six o'clock. So, best place to go. So we went to parties, um, but who doesn't love a Frisco burger? And there's no parties in Lincoln. So me and two, three other guys rode with me. We went to parties, and ah, it's so embarrassing. It was empty, right? There was a uh, there was two tables of people inside the parties. It's me and three guys. A four a four banger gets out of my suburban. We go inside. We place our order. Now, I'm the only one. Actually, there's two sober people and two drunk people. I'm the designated driver. I'm um, one of the people sitting in the car. He has been uh, sober for the last nine months. So he, too, is sober. And the other two guys have been drinking all day long. One of the guys, and we won't say his name, Adam, um, we sit down at our table. There's a family sitting behind us, mother, father, and a teenage daughter. I say the teenage daughter's, I don't know, 12, 13 years old, 14, 15 tops. She could have been upwards of 16 or 17, but I'm going to go between 12. Doug, we can, we can say she, she could have been 12, 13, she wasn't 12. 14, 15. They're sitting directly behind okay. us. There's a couple sitting in the corner okay. by the door, and that's it. Other than that, Hardy's is empty. There's four of us. We're all sitting at the table um, behind the the family, enjoying their nice Hardy's dinner. Uh, Adam, who his name we won't say, Adam. Just we're all over forty years old, by the way. Let me just do. We're all over forty years old. <laughs> um, but it would appear that we were teenagers getting off of the bus after we were driven out of town and we didn't have parents and we've never been out of town before and you act silly whenever you're in high school and you get off of a bus and go into a place. We're sitting at the table and Adam rips this fucking fart that was so loud and it just resonated. It was the perfect fucking fart from start to finish. It started off at a good volume and ended at the exact same volume. It never <laughs> decreased its volume. It stayed a perfect the whole time. And he did it on purpose because he hiked up. You could see the lane to the left as he shifted weight, make sure that the flatulence came out in a proper way. And he farted something incredibly loud. It resonated through the entire empty fucking restaurant and I'm, I've got my back I can't see their facial expressions I immediately am shaking my head left and right mother I'm just like good god what am I dealing with 
and immediately start cracking up uncontrolled. Me, and I'm just laughing. Adam, without hesitation, after he farts, immediately places blame on another. He's like, Ryan, what are you unbelievable? And so now he starts calling out Ryan for being a for shitting his britches inside of the Hardys. And I'm just like, oh my God, what are we, what are we, 12 years old here? And at the same time, I'm cracking up. Um, RD, they do that, the friend that he's getting blamed for being flatulent throughout the restaurant is owning it. He's cracking up. He realizes there's no reason to say it wasn't me. He's like, yeah, it was me. You know, it happens, whatever, whatever. Um, but he also noticed that he looked up, and as soon as Adam was done farting, that the father uh, of the family at the table behind us looks directly at Adam with the utmost disgust, hatred, hatred, just, just you disgusting human being. I've brought my wife and child here for a nice relaxing night at the parties and you just shit come through and just start farting the restaurant thinking it's funny it was hilarious it was also disgusting and childish and fantastic all at the same time Uh, so, so no, nobody uh, mentioned uh, the, the the family. Just quiet. a glare. They correct? stayed quiet. Just nobody just said anything. They uh, they looked over at at our table like you disgusting fucking out of town douchebags. Um, nobody said anything. Um, it was quite comical, uh, but at the same token, it was ridiculous. It was embarrassing. Um, and I made some comment about not being yeah. twenty years old. Um, which I wouldn't do that at 20. I would eh, probably would have done that at 20. I'll still probably do it today. Don't get me wrong. Um, but at that moment in time, I didn't feel it was, it was dumb. It was childish. It was what you would expect from four stupid guys out of town on a road trip after losing a lot of money at the ponies. It was great. It was good fun. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Thanks. We got home after we left the horse races. Continue the stories. It's been 50 minutes. Oh, my God. We're not going to cover anything. This has been a boring podcast for those listening. I apologize. Um, Fed my mom, threw some food down in the dungeon to her, left the house immediately, went back over to Adam's house, and watched the Jake Paul fight. (laughs) Yeah. All I said is I watched the Jake Paul fight. You thought that was oh, man. No, it was just how disgusted you were that we made it to the 50 minute mark. Yes, <laughs> no. I'm absolutely disgusted that it's been 50 minutes and I'm just now talking about the Jake Paul fight and I can't believe that it's been 50 minutes the only thing we've talked about it's McDonald's in fucking Grand Island, Nebraska. An hour. I apologize profusely to anybody that has made it to this point, and they've actually like you. Whoever's listened to this point has not been focused, right? Like they've definitely been multitasking. They have been doing something else. They've realized that this is not that entertaining. 
but they're like, I'm invested. I've listened this long, so I'm going to continue to listen. But they've been washing dishes, driving, uh, reading a magazine, working, doing something else. Because at this point in time, it's kind of just white noise. It's just background <laughs> fucking volume. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, all right. So, let's do some cutting. Do some production cutting here, and let's. Uh, let's do we just move on to dead or alive at this point? Watch the Jake Paul fight. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. We go to Adam's house at nine o'clock at night. The Jake Paul fights. Exactly about ten o'clock. We were going to go to the bar and have a few drinks, um, and then catch catch the Jake Paul fight at the end. Um, but we missed all the good stuff prior to the Jake Paul. A slap, a slap fight with two people just slap each other. I would have enjoyed that. Didn't get it. Didn't get to see that. Yeah. Um, we saw the sure. last three fights. We saw Jake Paul, the fight before that, and the fight before that. Um, the first fight that we saw was so boring that I stayed that on my sense. phone um, and didn't pay anything. Um, the fight after that was boring as fuck. However, it was a clear flop. Did you watch anything? Have you seen any highlights other than the main fight and what I Snapchatted you? No, just the Mount Westmore the fight performance. prior to the Jake Paul, Paul fight. Not, not was two professionals. The dude that won the fight got paid more than Jake Paul got paid for the event. I think he got paid 800 plus thousand. Jake Paul got like 600000 So the pre-fight dude got more money than Jake Paul, and this fight was ridiculous. They It was a 10 rounds. It was scheduled for 10 rounds. I think it went to the 6th, 7th, 8th round, and the dude, the, the, the guy that lost was getting his ass kicked the whole time, and he he flopped. He went down like a, like a soccer player uh, faking an injury. It was absolutely ridiculous. He, he claimed to have taken a low blow. He claimed to have taken a shot to the, to the junk, and he couldn't. And he was laying on the mat, just rolling around in, like, you would have thought his nuts exploded. Like, he had been hit so hard that his scrotum sack exploded and his bolt were just laying loose in his britches, and he was from his nuts, and he was about to die. That's the kind of pain he was rolling around. He was buckled over. He A doctor came in, everybody, and he wouldn't stop crying from just excruciating. I got to the point where I was like, damn, this dude might die tonight from a sack punch. He's, he's rolling around in such excruciating pain. You should uh, play. You should play Sackgate right there, Douglas. Oh, no, Sackgate's for groceries. We don't have a Sackgate. So he's rolling around in pain. They play the replay. Dude never even got fucking touched. He never even got punched in his junk. He didn't. The dude throwing the punch hit him with his. Imagine a, a right hook coming at you and the arm is bent right so as i'm throwing the punch my my forearm and my upper arm are bent at a 90 degree angle as my arm's coming at you and i hit you with my forearm and my bicep mm-hmm. 
Does that make sense? Like, I don't hit you with my knuckle. I don't hit you with my wrist. Mm-hmm. I hit you with the curvature on the inside of my arm. And that part of my arm hits your arms as you're protecting yourself. Yet, you go down as if I hit you in your nuts. Uh-huh. That's exactly what happened. The dude never got punched. He never actually got connected with a fist to his side. The fist didn't touch his his any part of the dude's body. Yet he went down claiming he got punched in the nuts and actually got carted on a stretcher. He stayed so strong to the fact that he got punched in the nuts that he went off on a stretcher. They replayed it so many times to the point where they were all like, mm, he's no, he just didn't want to get beaten anymore. He didn't get punched in the fucking nuts. It was insane. I can tell that by telling the story right now that it's pointless and it's stupid unless you actually want. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Let's just go to Saturday. I didn't even cover. I was going to cover. You know what? And last night, we were going to podcast last night, but I canceled. And you know why I canceled? For right now. This is why. Because what I was afraid was going to happen last night has happened today. The same fucking just boring ass shit. Good God. Satgate? I didn't even tease about Satgate. We've done 57 minutes. We should have just done Satgate and called it. Because the Satgate shit, I got the most interesting stuff about the whole goddamn podcast. Let me get the shit about the horse races I talked about. Nobody gives a shit about any of that. You know, we're supposed to be getting better. What is this, 19th club? If we fucking talk about two steps back. Jesus Christ. This is terrible. (laughs) It's so bad. You don't even know where to go. You're just like, yeah, you're right. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Sat Let's talk about Satgate. I was going to tease with the Satgate. I forgot to tease. <laughs> I forgot. I even asked you pre-game. Should I tease it? How should I tease? I didn't tease it. I have it in my notes to tease it. Here's my notes. Here's what we say. Welcome. Number two, Satgate update. Number three, peanut butter Instagram. You know what I didn't do? I didn't do a set. What a time! I apologize to everybody. Satgate. So I come home. From that glorious Jake Paul fight, there's a box sitting on my on my on my porch, a big old box. I've I videotaped all of this, and I'll see what I can do to put it on the Instagram. Give a fuck? Who cares anymore? It'll be on off the rails with Will and Doug. Instagram, even give a shit. 
You can go over there and watch the videos. Hey, who, who knows? I might not even post them. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Stupid podcast. Who give a fuck anymore? I probably won't even talk about it. You care? You just go watch the fucking videos. Christ. What a what a wash. 59 minutes? How why are we even still going? I'm just I'm just click, it's over. We're done. I mean dead or alive. Who even gives a shit about dead or alive here after this? Oh, take a drink. Why don't you why don't you say something? I'm gonna take a drink. Good job. Way to add to it. You killed it, gay Cantley. <laughs> I can't. Even, I feel like I don't even hurt. Really need to tell the story properly about Zach Gate. You know, I got a box. It was funny. There was some shit inside the box. I don't know who gave me the box. What was in the box? Two fucking grocery bags that say Satgate. Put everything in my sack. They're hilarious. They're fantastic. You want to know about it? Watch the videos. I'm not even going to discuss it. Coming up next, Dead or Alive. Here we go. Dead or Alive. Ooh, dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Ooh, dead or Alive. What up? What up, Mike Shogney? How's it going? Oh, it's been an absolute struggle tonight. Uh-oh. It's been a struggle. <laughs> uh, the worst podcast of all of them, but we're still doing it. We're here. We're ready. I'm ready. I don't know where Will's at. I'm over it. Yeah. Hey, Will. You. William? Michael? Yes. You got it? Hello, hello, hello. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to recover, so I just need a moment. I'm trying to Oh man, I hurt. I'm in pain. Uh, <laughs> glorious tears. All right, I'm ready to roll. Ready when you are, Mike. All right. Welcome to Dead or Alive, the hottest game show out there where Will and Doug try to figure out who is still kicking or who has kicked the bucket. I am your host, Mike, and with me are our fearless contestants. After a brief hiatus, we're back. Gentlemen, how are we doing? <coughs> Good, to be back. Well, Good to be happy back. Happy to be here. Sweet. Excellent. All right. Well, um, we know how it all works, so let's get it going. Um, after uh, three weeks of gameplay, Will is in the lead, six to four. Nice. So he has control of the board. Excellent. Let's get it popping. Our first candidate for Dead or Alive is John Aston. Do you guys know who John Aston is? No, no. clue. Man, no you, clue. Guys, you, guys, you guys don't know anything. Yeah. All right. So he was in National Lampoon's European Vacation, okay. Teen Wolf 2, okay. um, also was in West Side Story. All right. Um, he was married to Patty Duke. Okay. And he is the adoptive father of Duke's son, Aston. Um, but he is, but he is most well known for being Gomez on the Adams family. Oh, boy, 
Bully. <laughs> Bully. You did not help me. You didn't help me at all with any of that. The only thing I can tell you from all of that is all of that is old as shit. Um, so based off of that wait. information, uh, I'm wait, going to... Wait, wait. What? You don't know? You've never seen the Adams Family? No, I have, but the Adams Family isn't recent. No, you're right, but you know who Gomez is. Uh, currently, I do not. Uh, I can't. I, I don't know Gomez. Okay. Um, if I could jump in, I'm going. I'm going with the deceased. By the way, uh, what did he do in Teen Wolf Two? Because that's the only movie that I can really figure out who he is. Actually, um, he was. That's a good question. Gomez was his dad, right? Who's Gomez? Right. Gomez was the dad. All right, I'm good. I know who it is. Um, okay. but I question what he did in Teen Wolf too. I still wonder he what he did the in the Dean. He was the Dean. Dean Dunn in Teen Wolf too. Okay, well, <laughs> based on the fact that all of that is old as shit, as Will said, mm-hmm. I got to go with deceased as well. Lock it. All right, all right so we've got two deceased. Um, John Asson was born on March 30th, 1930. Um, he is still alive. Nine, 91, actually. Yeah, 91 years of age. Damn it, bummer. Congratulations, terrible. Mr. Aston. Yeah. yeah, good job, Mr. Yeah. Aston. Still kicking, still doing work. Good good, good to hear. All right, so Will still retains control of the board. We're still at six to four. Our next candidate is Ron Lester. <laughs> uh, he is known for his roles in films like Good Burger, um, not another teen movie. Um, but he's best known for his role as Billy Bob on Varsity Blues. Oh, okay. Finally, I know uh, only from Varsity Blues, though. I don't know him in any of those other. <laughs> is Billy Bob was is Billy Bob in high school in Varsity Blues? Yeah, he's the big guy with the pig. Okay, Ron Lester is deceased. Final answer. Lock it in. I'm going with still alive. Final answer, lock it in. Ron Lester passed away at the age of 36 in 2016. That's sad. Yeah. He, and you know, what's crazy about it, he was a big guy, uh, but he lost a crap ton of weight um, before he passed away, but it was just too much. Um, he was hospitalized due to issues with livers in his kidneys, and he passed away. So livers were in his kidneys. I'm sorry, did you say he had livers in his kidneys? No, he passed away. He was in the hospital due to his liver and his kidneys. <laughs> Man. Well, I think William and I both heard because he had livers in his kidneys, which was... He had livers in his kidneys. Yeah. Which I can see how that can be problematic. It's not a good thing. Yeah, yeah it can be problematic. It's not a good thing. Yeah. So, all right. Well, the lead has expanded. Murray, you really need to step it up here. Um, 
It is now seven to four. Will still has control of the board. Cruising. And our last candidate for dead or alive is Sydney Potier. Mm. Mm. Do you guys know who Sydney Potier is? Yes. Yeah. I know that he is old as fuck. But I'm gonna say he's alive. I don't know if you want to go through his uh, his biography, Mike. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure he's like I mean, that's extensive, mid to that's upper nineties at this point. But I don't feel like he's dead. I'm pretty confident he's still alive, just really, really, really old. Well, he was in Lilies of the Field. Um, he uh, was in Porgy and Best, Raisin in the Sun, Patch of Blue. I think he's probably best well known for being in To Sir with Love. And was also in the heat of the night. <laughs> you say you say he's still alive. Um, I know who he is. I've never seen any of those okay. movies. Um, I agree with William that he would be a very old individual if he's still alive. However, I just feel like at this point, being down seven to four, I guess if I agree, fine. I stay at seven to four. If he's correct, if William is correct, mm-hmm. oh, do I want to dig a hole even further? I just, I think he's still alive as well. I feel like I would, Sidney Poitier is a very influential, he was, he was, he was groundbreaking black actor. So he's an important yeah. individual yep. in film. So if he was, mm, been, yeah. if he's, if he passed away, I feel like that would have been, very newsworthy. That would have definitely been an event. That would have been recognition on award shows. So I have to right. say alive. <laughs> Even though William said alive, so I'm not getting I'm not gaining any traction, but I'm not losing any traction either. So it doesn't matter. I have to go That's with the lives. Final answer. All right. Well, I mean, Potier was also made an honorary knight commander of the Order of the British Empire by Queen Elizabeth oh. II way back in 1974. Wow. 1995, he received the Kennedy Center honor. Uh, Sidney Potier was born February 20th, 1927. Still alive. Yes. 94 years of age, as Will says, old as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. All right, good, folks. That was a good match. That, good matchup. That, that's it for Dead or Alive this week. Uh, don't Kids, don't do drugs, because if you do drugs, you'll go to prison, and drugs are really expensive in prison. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got, folks. Bags can't argue with that. Well, you know, from the way the first fifty-eight minutes went, um, Mm -hmm. I think we should probably just call it. You know, just end end on a high. Hey Doug, real quick before you call it though, I know you struggle with the Satgate part of the story. Do you want to? You want to give a shout out for the koozies? Sure, go ahead. I was going to let you do it. But they came to your house. I do want to give a shout out to Amzi, who uh, has given three tester koozies and some uh, vinyl stickers that are amazing. She's doing a great job. She's killing it. She's on top yeah. of things. It's amazing. 
I think that she may be responsible for my sat gate bags that I received in the mail that I failed to share with you all about because fuck it. Tonight's just been shit show. Sat gate, even though I didn't finish it. Uh, real quickly, I didn't get my Cokes in a sack tonight, nor did they sack up my uh, boxes of soda. Fuck them. Fuck set gate tonight. <laughs> Listening. Thanks for the mystery sack gate sacks that came on my porch that I didn't talk about. If you give a shit about them, you can look at the videos on Facebook off the rails with Will and Doug. Uh, thanks for listening, and I hope you fuck this evening. Mike, thanks for listening to us as always. Gay Cantlay, you're always. Gay. I'm Doug. Fuck it. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Everybody have, have a good, good one, week. guys. Goodbye. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.